Welcome to St James Bible Bites. This podcast was recorded live at our Sunday morning service. We continue our series exploring our purposes and values at St James as the body of Christ. This week we are looking at generosity as we say farewell to Dave Wilkie, our curate of three and a half years, as he moves to his first incumbency. The reading is taken from the first chapter of Haggai. You can watch the whole service on our Facebook page, as well as our YouTube channel, both linked on our website. So this morning's reading is from uh, Haggai chapter 1. The background to this reading is that uh, after the Israelites had been taken captive to Babylon and the temple in Jerusalem destroyed, the king allowed the Israelites back to their homeland after many years to rebuild the temple. But when they got there, the people got fed up with the rebuilding and God sent Haggai, the prophet, to call them back to action. Now this reading is from the Message Bible. Shortly after that, God said more and Haggai spoke it. How is it that it's the right time for you to live in your fine new homes? while the home, God's temple, is in ruins. And then a little later, God of the angel armies spoke out again. Take a good hard look at your life. Think it over. You have spent a lot of money, but you haven't much to show for it. You keep filling your plates, but you never get filled up. You keep keep drinking and drinking and drinking, but you're always thirsty. You put on layer after layer of clothes, but you can't get warm. And the people who work for you, what are they getting out of it? Well, not much. A leaky, rusted out bucket, that's what. That's why God of the angel armies said, take a good hard look at your life. Think it over. And God said, here's what I want you to do. Climb into the hills and cut some timber. Bring it down and rebuild the temple. Do it just for me. Honor me. You've had great ambitions for yourselves, but nothing has come of it. The little you have brought to my temple, I've blown away. There, was, there is nothing left. And why? This is a message from God of the angel armies, remember. Because while you've run around, caught up with taking care of your own homes, my home is in ruins. That's why, because of your stinginess. And so I've given you a dry summer and a meager crop. I've matched your tight-fisted stinginess by decreeing a season of drought, drying up fields and hills, withering gardens and orchards, stunting vegetables and fruit. Nothing, not man or woman, not animal or crop, is going to thrive. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. So being being a prophet in those, well, at any time really, is an unpopular voice, isn't it? If in those days, if you've got lots of money, you're doing well for yourself, you have been blessed. God is on your side. You're doing things right. And then this voice pops up and says, 
you, you live in fine houses, but what about my temple? Or in an equivalent today, you, you might be doing well for yourself, but what about the poor? Where is your priority? What is your worship? And in doing uh, lots of children's church and lots of children's work at, at this church, it's been an incredible experience. I have found the deepest spiritual truths come from them. So, who lost? No, who ended up? Yeah, lost. Who ended up with the most balls on their side? Elijah, can you come up? Can you come up? Now, I want you to imagine that all those balls that land on that side were actually, for some reason, whether you worked hard for it or it literally got thrown at you, was a winner's like jackpot with loads of money. Here it is. Okay, can you hold it? Hold your arms out. You got it. No, come on. There's so much. All right. I want you to know, if you'd won all this money, right, you can't even hold on to it. There's so much. You've won loads and loads of money this morning. What would you do with it? Spend it all on Robux. Can we have this on? Say again. Spend it all on Robux. You'd spend it all on Robux? What, what kind of Robux? No, Robux. Roadblocks. I thought you meant Robux. Robux, that's a computer game, isn't it? Uh, I don't play. I'm so, so old. So sorry. You spent all on a computer game? All this money? Well, I think you should have some more for that answer. That's really good. Well done. Okay, well done. Right. Um, wait, wait a minute. Come back. I've got a question. Would you give any of it away? You would. How much? Half of it. You give what? That is incredibly. If you won the lottery today, would you give half away? That's pretty good. That's good. Uh, what do you think of his answer? How would you, what would you do if, if I was to give you a wad of money right now this morning? <laughs> Anyone want to say? It's a hard question to answer. Are you going to say it truthfully? Or are you going to say it as like a... As a uh, no, no one wants I, to say it. I know hard. something. I know we something. don't talk about money, do we? Go on then. I'll, I'll, I'll ensure that my daughter, who's stressing about university, won't have to stress. Oh, will buy an apartment, make sure she can go and study well. Oh. Well, that's lovely. <laughs> um, so, Elijah, I haven't finished with you yet. You've got to come back up. So, who was on the... Yeah. Who was, on the, who was on the losing team? Who ended up with no money over there? Megan. You were, weren't you? You ended up with no balls on your... Well, at least balls. And Lily. If you want to come here. Now... Uh, Elijah, I want you to give all your money to them. All of it. It's all yours. <laughs> Wait, come back, Elijah. Come back. How did that feel? Good. Good. Now, I want you to imagine this is actually real money. We're talking about a million pounds here. How did that feel? Good. Good. No, I don't think... How did it really feel? Good. Yeah, that's not the right answer. It's not the right answer. <laughs> it felt good to give it away. Okay, well, actually, it can feel good to give some away, can't it? But also, it's really hard because it's like, it feels like death. You, you've got this. It's yours. And when you give some away, you're dying a bit to your own dreams, your own goals, your own sense of being. I don't know. It depends how tied up you are with the, this stuff. What would you girls do with this money then? Uh, I'd probably spend it on my education. <laughs> on your education? Yeah, very good. 
I would give half of it to the RSPCA, a quarter of it to charity, and keep the and keep one quarter to myself. Wow. Wow, that's very. You can tell you like the animals. That's a good. That's a clap. Yes. Good answer. They're all very good answers, and thank you very much. In fact, it's, it's hard to know what to do. The culture around us said that we are blessed if we have money, and it's, it's, it's for us, it's for our taking, and then we could do with it what we want. Now, as followers of Jesus, he said, blessed are the poor. Blessed are the peacemakers, you know, those who are meek. Those, it's an upside-down kingdom. Actually, to give generously... It's not a message that consumerism wants to hear. It's not a message that capitalism wants you to, to take, is it? It's all about growth, about more money. And actually, it's really hard to get our heads around that. And the question this morning is, what would you do if you had lots of money? In fact, what do you do with your money? What do you do with your money? Now, I would love to go on about generosity and all that, um, but I'm going to switch now into a different tack. It is my la last service here with you today, and I want to share a bit about um, my time here at St. James. So Fabian is going to interview me. I need, I need a mic. Oh, yeah, I do have my and microphone. There might be fine, a few yes. surprise questions. I don't know. Yeah, there might be. Yes, yes. There um, go. Thank you, girls. Well, you cleaned it up. Thank you so much. Well done. To have the money on communion table, that's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> you, um, we'll, we'll keep it well, when you we'll get that. We'll give some out as we... Uh, yes. <laughs> so, yeah, so generosity, uh, when we kind of met earlier this week, uh, we thought of, um, well, how you've experienced um, generosity, you as a person, as a curate, uh, as a dad with your family, how you have experienced that here at St. James since you've arrived um, in the time of COVID. We were on lockdown, so yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, so I'll try not to get too emotional. Are you okay? <laughs> you tripped over the wire there. Um, the vehicle doesn't go over that bump. Um, I, uh, so when I first arrived, it was COVID, there wasn't a lot of church stuff going on, but I've said this a few times, what greeted me at the door were just piles and piles of greeting cards to say welcome, and that, was, that really spoke to me, I've just got this pile of cards, and it's like, that was a real message of like, even though I couldn't meet you all, see you all, that I was welcome, my family were welcome, and you're incredibly generous in that way, and that continued on when I had, um, well, the birth of Wilf, and it was a tricky birth. It was a hard one, and it took time to heal from, and you gave me space. So often you think a leader should be a leader, and they should be available all the time, but actually you as a church have been really generous to me and my family. You have given me space. You've given me space for us to grow as a family, to be, um, yeah, to be a dad <laughs> to four children, and I thank you for that. But again, loads of cars, gifts, Meals, you cooked us meals. Random cakes arriving at the door. Thank you, Jenny. Uh, like those, those things are just an act of generosity that I'll never forget. Another one that's hard to speak about is um, uh, the death of my mum. My dad's here. That was tricky. And as a, as a leader of the church, I want to say, yeah, I'm fine. Everything's great. That was two years ago. And... Um, yeah, that was, that was hard, but again, you gave me space. You were generous. 
you weren't expectant of me. And when I saw you, you weren't like, Dave, why aren't you doing this? You were, how are you? And that means a lot. And that shows the heart of this church. You are a generous, generous church. And I love you for that. And um, throughout my time here as a curate, it's, you cared. You cared and you released me. You gave me space to grow. So thank you. Mm. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. And, um, and then there is the way you've seen the church collectively. How, how have you experienced uh, generosity as, as a church with each other? How do you feel? Uh, so it's always when we step out of our comfort zone, of when we, um, we try and do big, a big event together, that I see you come alive. And I want you to hold on to that. I want you to, it's so easy to stay in the same rhythm or just doing the same things. But keep on stepping out of your comfort zone. Hold on to things like fun days. Oh, when I saw like we had bouncy castles and face painting and all sorts going on here and burgers being cooked, there was over four, well, about 400 people coming into the church on one fun day. And to say, see someone like Kate Smook being put in charge of the bouncy castle, well, don't worry, we'll shift around, we'll give you shift. She was on there for like four hours supervising th two, three hundred children bouncing on a spice cat. Not all at once. <laughs> but you know, that, that like, and at the end, I was just, she was just exhausted. I'm like, you are incredible. Nadia, happy 18th birthday, by the way. But you, you were face painting for like four or five hours, six hours, I don't know. Afterwards, I saw you and you were like, my hands, they're so sore. But you gave so much of yourself. Those little things that you see, like, you just are, I'm blown away by. And all the work that went into that. Things like the pantomime, uh, the year six Leavers Day that we host here. The, the work that goes into that. The, the trails that we've done. So many fun things. Little things, like I drive by and see two guys painting metal fencing. And that's like such a thankless task, isn't it? And it's such a boring task. Mm -hmm. But you're incredible to do that. And so all those little things that are unseen and seen, there's so much to mention that you are a generous church and keep on stepping out of your comfort zone. Keep dreaming, keep thinking of ideas of what to do. Yeah, I have to also mention the children's church team. You're awesome. <laughs> you are so awesome. Uh, the children's church has grown uh, since January this year. We have seen over 20 children and young people coming every week. And it's growing and it's growing. And, it's, and this group here that today are so special. And that is an area to press into as a church. If they need help, if they need resources, please, please, please give it to them. Um, they're incredible. And that is one of the blessings of this generous church is that I've never had to go out my way and say, hey, I need all this sports equipment. Can we afford it? It's, it's yes. It's always been a yes. So I'm so thankful for all that you give financially, but also your time. But please support this team. They are amazing. They're amazing. And I think, um, I mean, just saying about the Children's Church and um, the church has been generous because it's not easy as a church to see changes. We don't like change, you know, we don't like the things that stay the same. But you have been very generous in allowing this area to grow, in being a bit more noisy that normally you might, uh, some of us might like, a uh, bit more movement. But actually, when we allow those change to take place and we're patient and we, it's such an enrichment, it's such a better place, a more lively place. So um, thank you very much for that generosity as you shared.
No, you you spoke about the the, the kind of the the, the, the risk taking, the getting outside our comfort zone, the idea of learning to be generous, not just with my money, you know, being have a generous spirit. Um, it's part of spiritual growth. When we, when we do that, we also grow spiritually. Can you maybe say something about that? Uh, yeah, uh, generosity is a disruptive act. It goes against the grain of the world today. And it screams out to people that we love them. So when you host an event here, it says to the community that we love you, that we care for you. When you, when you give beyond your means, it's... It's not meant to work that way, and it's a disruptive act to society, even though you just feel like a small part of it. Um, if I stayed in my comfort zone here, I think I wouldn't have grown. I wouldn't have developed. I, uh, so thank you again for allowing me to take funerals. It's such an intimate time to have this young curate, you know, to, to risk that, those kind of events on me, it's an incredibly generous act. You should get someone with some experience. And, you know, <laughs> it's, no, it was, a, it was a wonderful thing to do. Thank you. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. And that's stepping up my comfort zone. The messy Christingle we did here, was it going to work? I have no idea. Was anyone going to turn up? Was 80 oranges going to be enough? Was I enough? I don't know. Like, it was, but then it was incredible uh, how we all came together and hosted a messy Christingle here on a Sunday morning. It was beautiful. We had so many people come, and some people came and have not left since. And uh, it's 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 wonderful. There's this. Uh, so I have to bring up the Scotland Wales game yesterday, <laughs> and I'm going to shoehorn it into this moment, Richard, just so that I can say, yeah, Scotland won. Um, if you didn't see it, oh, I, I didn't get a chance, but I read about it afterwards. Um, Scotland were winning 27 nil. And they were flying. They were in their comfort zone. They were a, a team that were, they had won this game, it was done. And a young, experienced Welsh team suddenly woke up. They threw caution to the wind, and they thought, we've lost this already, let's just play a good game of rugby. And my gosh, they came back. Like, it was nearly, nearly won the game. 27 26 to Scotland. That was like, Yes, Scotland, but also, wow, this Welsh team, they've got something, haven't they? And that, 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 to me, speaks of where we might be at. Sometimes we could just rest on our laurels and think, yes, we're winning, we're all right. Or we're in defensive stance. In golf, it's called moving day. So in a tournament, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Thursday and Friday are, are just like you've got to stay with the pack. You're in a defensive stance. You've got to go with the field. You've got to keep the score up, keep with the pack. Saturday it shifts, it's called moving day where you hit an aggressive stance, where you take risk shots to try and get ahead, where you might make mistakes, but my gosh, you're gonna take some risks. That is what I feel like we're being called into, is that generosity of actually, let's not rest on our laurels, let's throw caution to the wind, let's try new things. And I think we've been, we're trying that with things like the room, uh, with hymns and tea, those kind of initiatives that might catch on, but let's keep dreaming. And let's not, because if you like, assume that everyone's going to come to church, you, we're wrong, aren't we? And actually, if you look at the population of Taunton, we are the one sheep and there's 99 lost out there. How are we going to reach the 99 sheep that are lost? It's the flip side of the parable, isn't it? 
Do we care just for the 1% or do we throw a bit of caution to the wind and say, hey, let's go reach the 99? And um, that is, generosity is disruptive. It doesn't mean status quo. It doesn't mean you're going to keep getting the things that you like. It means it, but it does mean that you'll grow. And um, yes, I have grown. Mm, mm, <laughs> so yeah, thank, yeah, and yeah. Fabian, thank you for allowing me to grow. Mm, thank yeah. you for giving me projects for... Um, saying, let's do this event, and Dave, would you head it up? And I'm like, no, <laughs> no, I don't want to. It's like Moses, I don't want to. Come on, God, mm. <laughs> I'd rather not. But, um, and, and then you walk me through that. You say, yes, you get nervous. Yes, it might fail, but give it a go. Mm. And so thank mm. you, mm. thank you for that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Thank you. I think one, one of the words that, that, that sprang in what you say is the, 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 the call to wake up, to... Uh, and to see, and thank you for sharing that reverse parable. I never thought of, uh, yes, yes, we are the w one, one sheep that has been found, 1%, uh, you know, the one, but there are 99 outside that are still um, in the dark, and um, what, what is it called to be that, that kind of church? Thank you. And, and for me, um, I've seen you as a very generous person, um, and um, the, 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 for me, the the fun and the grace was, well, you came at really a tough time. Um, we didn't learn anything about um, um, closing the church and how to be a vicar in a church where there is, well, the doors are closed. And you came that times and you were a great support. And um, for me, the joy was, um, I think we functioned more as colleagues than, you know, uh, incumbent and curate. Yes, there were things that I had to make sure you, you know, I ticked the box and uh, we looked. Um, but you've, you've been a, a great colleague and, and a great friend. And, um, and you will be a great miss in this church, uh, but I know that this church will be praying for you and will be praying for Donna and for the children. And you're going to be a great vicar. Uh, we, we're really looking forward to hear the news. Um, and um, so there will be a nice card for you at the end of the service. People will sign up. Um, you'll have to wait a little bit later. Uh, we, we, go, we want to bless you with money. I don't think it will be asking <laughs> that much, but um, there will be a collection there. But before that, we do have a little something for you and for Donna and for the children. And I think it would be nice to finish this talk. If you, you, you had something yeah, more to no, say, to, to finish with blessing you with little presents, but also with prayer. And then yeah. after that, if you can lead us into a time of prayer, that would be great. Yeah, so great. if, Donna, if you can come and, um, um, for those and with the kids. For those that don't know, I'm off to Tynmouth. Um, as we're going to live in a little village next to it called Bishop Stainton. And it's a, it's a half roll, half traditional vicar for uh, four to eight churches. I, uh, and uh, growing children and youth work for half my time across the benefits of eight churches near Tynmouth. You want another cake? Thank you to all the cakes you've provided, Hannah. Well. If, I, if I can ask <laughs> uh, church warden to come uh, for, for, for praying um, with, with the family, and then also the leaders of the children's church, if you can come, whoever is there, and we can pray. But I think what we also can give a big applause is that, um, Donna, you have been also the most generous um, with, you know, allowing your husband to grow and flourish. So I think we should applaud also you as, as a wife yeah. uh, and as a mom. Well done. So. <laughs> Thank you very much. You. 
and there is a microphone somewhere. Yeah. So if uh, if you wonder who the brains is behind <laughs> my thing, it's Donna. She's incredible. I'm just the brawn. So maybe if we <laughs> have a church warden praying for um, Donna for all the uh, children, um, Dora, Edie, and we Wilf we have there, and uh, uh, Joy also. And then we can have someone from the children team also to pray. So, shall we pray? Yes. Lord, we really, really thank you for the blessing of bringing Dave and Donna and the family to us here. It has been such an honor and such a blessing to share these last few years with them. We ask you to be with them to guide them, to protect them in their new venture and to keep them being brave and pushing the boundaries and being disruptive. Mm. Thank you for all that you have given us through them. Amen. 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 Heavenly Father, thank you so much for the privilege of getting to know this family, such a special family. And we pray for them, Lord, as they move on down to Timnath. Even now, Lord, would you be in the practical arrangements, in the home and the things that need to be sorted there? And Lord, would there be special people, special families to, to welcome Dave and Donna and the children as they move down there to Timnath? Mm. But thank you so much for them, Lord, and just pour out your blessings upon them. In Jesus' name. Yeah. Amen. Amen. And Lord, we just pray for the children as they settle into new schools mm. and find new friends. Bless them in all of that, we ask. Amen. 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 Well, thank you so very much. Yeah, there we go. You can be on your way. Yeah. Thank you. Um, as part of the All Age Prayers, it was to pray for me as well, but I'd also love us to pray for Fabian. Now, it's you as a church. Uh, Sharing something? Yeah. yeah oh, yeah, sorry, yeah. Jane. <laughs> um, it's a song, yeah. I just feel God saying, go in my name, and because you believe, others will know that mm. I live. Mm, thank just you. keep that in your heart, because that is God's word to you. Mm. Thank you, Jane. Thank you, Jane. Thank you. So, um, you as a church are in a time of change. Uh, I am, I'm leaving as well and Rachel the administrator is also finished here and so Fabian finds himself uh, not by himself because he has you <laughs> but in in some respects you must feel like <laughs> suddenly well, where's the help coming from uh, I, I share doing assemblies with Fabian we do morning prayers together we do all sorts of things where we split split it home communions all, the, all that kind of thing and so I would love for you to pray for your vicar, Fabian, this morning. Um, together, if you want to, if you again would like to gather around or reach out your hand, um, Fabian needs your help. And you, I believe that this is a springboard. You are to keep growing and pushing. And um, yeah, let, we, need to, we need prayer for that. You, you need prayer for that. Uh, definitely. I'll stand there and then you can get microphone for those who lift their hands if they want to do a prayer. And yeah, yeah, it would be great. Thank you. So, Lord, I thank you for Fabian. Mm. Holy Spirit, would you come and fill him up, Lord? Would you fill him with your peace, 
Would you let him know that he is enough and that you have called him here and that a new season lies ahead, that hope is on the horizon, uh, um, your, your work is at hand here is St. James's Church. And Lord, I thank you for all the leaders that are here, for all the volunteers, all the help that is here. And Lord, we ask for more. Jesus, would you send out your armies, Lord. Amen. Amen. Would anyone else like to say a prayer for Stephen? Hello. Hi. Mm -hmm. Hi, Fabian. Hi. Thank you very much indeed. Mm. Perfect. You too. Thank you. Thank you. This morning in Acts, I read in Acts 9 that the church was at peace. They were filled with the fear of the Lord and they grew in number. Father God, we just thank you for the peace that you give us mm. and ask that you will pour out your spirit, not just on Spavian, mm. but on all of us, mm. that we will grow in our understanding of who you are, respond to your love, mm. and as a result, that our church would grow too. We ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. just noted when David gave the money to Elijah that that was a prophet for a prophet mm. and we're to remember that ultimately generosity is profitable mm. thank you Amen. Thank you. Thank you. you, everyone. Yeah, if you lead us in our prayers, I'll give that little to to Donald and there we go. That's for that's for Dave, man. <laughs> so let, let's let's one last prayer. Lord, I thank you. I, I'm just uh, thinking about all the volunteers that are here. Your army here, Lord, is a generous act for people to go out and serve. In this church, we are helping those who are homeless. We're helping those who don't have enough food. We're helping those, like, when I look at some of you and I hear that you're street pastors, I think, what are you doing? And that is such a generous act. So Lord, would you bless them? Would you bless this church? You bless every one of us here. Lord, I pray for the children. I thank you for them, they are so precious. Keep on doing what you're doing here, Lord. We give it over to you. Amen. Welcome to St. James Bible Bites. This podcast was recorded at our online reflective prayer, which takes place each Monday and Wednesday at 9.15. The full recording can be found on our Facebook page. Today, our reflection is from our curate, the Reverend David Wilkie, entitled, Are We Listening?